0: Hi, I'm Meisha. Hi, I'm Peggy. And we yeah. are hitting the road it's in Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: So welcome back to our hitting the road in Mississippi. And I'm Peggy. I'm Meisha, and uh, the partner in crime. The partner in crime. That's she's, exactly right. She's Miss Hit the Road, and she's the partner in crime. <laughs> but you get to learn a little bit more about Meisha tonight. And we have to start this off by saying. She is far better producer on all this than I am and a far better introductory person, and she asks all the right questions. But Uh that's why you need to know about Masha, and I'm honored to have her in this with me, in this um, project. Thank you. And we have a lot of the same interests, and particularly about the music. And um, I've known Masha not too long, but we have... We just have a lot of interests that are the same. So, and she loves Mississippi music as much as I do. I do. And she does. And she's a great storyteller person. She loves to hear people's stories, as we've said in past episodes. So, um, I am pleased to be introducing. Um, Maisha to you, and there are many things that I want her to tell you about, but firstly, she's a musician, which I said I'm not, um, and she's been doing videos for a long time in another part of her very personal business, and as I said, she loves to hear people's stories, so those are three things that I want her to touch on, but Masha, please tell me and us about your music career and how you got started.
0: Well, when I was a little girl, Daddy heard me singing. He was shocked that I could sing. I don't know why everybody in our family, his family sang, but he was surprised. And so... I was raised to be a little country music singer, that's what I was raised um, to do. Very much um, like here in Mississippi, mm-hmm. when you listen to the blues singers talk, every weekend was... started at Friday night, and it didn't start until stop until late Sunday. Our house was Grand Central Station for all the musicians in the area. Sometimes it, you miss school on Mondays. I miss school on Mondays, and they knew why I wasn't there. They knew it was because I played music all weekend. And it was an excused absence. I mean, I was a straight-A student, and I played music, wow. and they knew it. And so nothing was ever said about it. That's what I um, did. So, and yeah, I, when I was 14, I was in Nashville making records. I didn't go ahead and pursue it. It's something I chose not to do for, for personal reasons. There were just things about being in the industry as a, a very young person mm-hmm. that just didn't fit with my family life and, and the way my life was and so so I didn't go ahead and pursue it but I went on my yeah. husband and I at the time we had a band I, play, I played music for years I went on to sing gospel music I ended up singing with Trinity Broadcast Network Choir live and worldwide two nights a week for a, a time period wow. um, and continued to, to, to sing um, and now I, I write um, I think in a period of a little, like, a little over a year, I wrote 35 songs. Um, so I'm a prolific, prolific writer, I enjoy writing. Uh, so I, I still dabble in it. I still keep the guitar ra- out and, and I play keyboard and I play mandolin, it. it was, um, mm-hmm. the reason I play mandolin is daddy always had a little pickup truck. And he would want to sing going down the road, so you can hold the guitar, you know, <laughs> but you can hold a mandolin. So, um, so that's um, what my life was. No. Yes. Who taught
1: I, you how to play mandolin?
0: Well, I'm, everybody I was around you played everything. You know, wow. I played a little dobro, played a little banjo, um, I played a little everything because they all played those things. One of the people that I learned so much from and sang, and sang with, he was a mandolin player. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah. So that's my background in music, is I... Um I didn't continue pursuing it but I was I was 14 years old and making records in Nashville so In essence you were hitting the road in Kentucky I'm Illinois. I was Illinois. born. I was born in Illinois, oh, okay. but I did okay. hit the road in Kentucky okay. Okay. because the the ex the ex husband exactly. and I we were in Kentucky. That's where the band and and actually still as a teenager I was playing with his band because we were engaged as I was a teenager. Band was in Kentucky, so I played a lot in Kentucky. So I was hitting the road in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then of course Trinity Broadcast Network um, that's in Tennessee. So yeah, that whole area is where I played music. at.
1: I want I, I want you to explain to us, firstly, why you came to Mississippi, but what it is that makes you interested in hitting the road in Mississippi and not hitting the road to leave Mississippi.
0: I stayed in Kentucky most of my life. It's where my boys were raised, mm-hmm. and I was in Kentucky most of my life, although I was a long-term care consultant and I traveled a lot. My husband's job came to Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I chose that. He had five places he could go that the company offered him, and I said, I'll only go to Vicksburg. I'd never been to Vicksburg before, but when I looked <laughs> at where where the offers were, because I'm a history person. Oh, yeah, and, right. Yeah, I'm a history person, and I looked at the names, and, and he's like, um, I need you to go online and look at these cities and tell me which one you'll go to. I said, uh, no, I'll go to Vicksburg. And, so, oh. and he's like, no, seriously. I said, Oh, I'm serious. I'll go to Vicksburg. And so that's what we did. We came to Mississippi. And um, and, uh, my realtor, who's a friend, she's like, You weren't in my car three minutes and you said you were home. Wow. That marriage has since ended. He's in a whole other state on the whole other side of the country. Did go briefly and help him get everything settled there. But Mm -hmm. no, I came back to Mississippi. I I had no intention of leaving. Mississippi is very much like where I grew up. I grew up on the Ohio. Mississippi's. Uh, of course got the mississippi river you know the both large rivers We're both very historic based a lot a lot of history a lot of poor areas a lot of rural areas mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of similarities there a lot of a lot more have-nots than haves mm-hmm. uh, in historically mm-hmm. and that still greatly affects where i grew up so there's so many similarities the when you look around, the trees, everything, and it looks very much the same. Rolling hills, all of that kind of stuff, at least the part that I'm in mm-hmm. here. But it's much warmer here, and I like the climate <laughs> better. That's and warmer. and there is a, a wider range of music here. I laughed earlier, and I made the comment in one of the other episodes about country blues. Right. Because up home, we don't differentiate blues out the way it's, it's done here. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Rogers is blues up home. I down here, someone will say, that's blues. And I'm like, well, Daddy sang that all the time. I played that all the time, you know. <laughs> but then I'll be in another part of the state or another blues mm-hmm. musician, and they'll look at me and say, that's not blues. And I'm like, but the other blues musician said it right. was. So I stay so confused about what's blues and what's not, because another one will tell me, no, oh, no, that's country. That's why I've been reading and studying about it and trying to figure it out, because different people call different things blues but yeah up home growing up playing we didn't see it so differently i'll run into blues musicians who will tell me we want to write with you because there's more money in selling country songs <laughs> that's okay. what they think yeah you know, <laughs> but and then i'll say well you know we could play some together and they're like oh no i can't play country music and i'm like <laughs> what do you mean you can't play country music? It's it's like the same four chords you're playing now, you know, it's it's no different, you know. And certainly the musics are not relegated to those four chords, mm-hmm. but but a lot of it is basic so, and like that. And then so, I had somebody that's very big in the blues world that said, "Do you know what 135 means?" I go, "Yeah, I know what that means." And so, <laughs> so it's like uh, th- yeah. they they confuse me with how mm-hmm. some of them think it's so different and others don't. And uh, yeah, so I just get really confused yeah. about it. But, but I love Mississippi because the the music uh, to me is not that different. Yet it is different, mm-hmm. and I just I want to understand it better. But the history is here that I have up home, but it's just, it's warmer here. I just feel like I'm more at home here than I feel like I am where I was born and raised. It's just like, I was born and raised there, but what I'm supposed to do is here. It's like the Mm -hmm. stories that need to be told from here are the stories I'm meant to tell. Um, All of that confusion about the music is a part of that. (laughs) It's a Um, part of the story, is it not? It's it's a part of the story. So
1: how did you,
0: well,
1: well, I I know
0: you said
1: that you heard songs that y'all used to play that for you were blues. Mm -hmm. So once you came to Mississippi, um, what got you, what, who, slash, what, who, Got you stuck on the
0: blues. Okay, so well, I I did healthcare blogging and vlogging mm-hmm. up home. I did it all with volunteers. I had a huge volunteer following. Had a huge Facebook group. When I got to Mississippi, and nobody was interested in, in helping with that mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. So okay, so I started a history blog. Um, guides for the park, the battlefield mm-hmm. there in in um, Vicksburg. They were. I found somebody there that was willing to help, and so I helped him actually self-publish the books and stuff, and and I I became involved in the history as industry in Vicksburg and really enjoyed that and started doing promotion of Vicksburg heavily. Um, And I ended um, up getting involved with blues promotion, and, but I didn't know I was involved in blues promotion because mm-hmm. um, I hadn't met any of the artists, but I was still helping promote what was going on in Vicksburg. And a lot of it was blues promotion. Mm-hmm. So finally it's like, well, you really, you need to go hear some of the music since you're helping so much. And so um, I was told um, to go hear Mr. Sip. Mm-hmm. Well, that made sense. Mr. Mississippi must be Mr. Blues. So I went and not at all what I expected. So here comes this man carrying his guitar. He's carrying his guitar around, walks right up to where I'm at. If what he was playing was blues, I was hooked. You know, I mean, his his stage presence, his performance, getting off the stage, coming around, and let me see you drive, <laughs> you know, that's what he was doing when he said yeah you know um, so I literally had said something um, to a girl that was in front of him right in the middle of all that and he stopped and and laughed and and like high-fived me in the in the middle of what he was doing and and then kept right on going and so I was hooked, you you know? hooked. I was hooked I'm like this is so much fun and and I knew there was a story there I knew you know there was there was like that person, there's something there, you know, and if this is blues, then because I didn't see anything blue about and, it, you know. So, and then yeah. we went back, I guess, the next week, and it was Eddie Cotton Jr. That was entirely different. I mean, he just kept saying from the stage, so blues lovers, you know, and then there's Carlos, <laughs> right, you know, Carlos. and then there's Carlos, and I'm like, what is the story with this, you know? And he's great. I yeah. love Carlos, and yeah. I can't imagine Eddie without Carlos. For right. with those people that it's, don't know, what does Carlos do? He, he keeps the crowd revved yeah, up. Yeah. He, he sings a little background, yeah. but mostly he claps and snaps, and he right. plays a little harmonica. Right. But um, he mostly just keeps the crowd involved. Exactly keeps the crowd involved. Yeah. As one other blues artist I know says, everybody needs a Carlos. I'd give anything <laughs> to have a Carlos. Yes. So, just, and then the more and more of the artists I, I ran into, it was all different. You know, Then I heard Jericus. Right. You know, Because I hadn't met you yet, but I heard Jericus, and I'm like... That's blues, exactly. Because that was a whole different experience. Whole
1: different experience. And
0: so then I was really confused Mm -hmm. about what it was, but I knew I loved it. Mm -hmm. And so then I was hooked on the music, and then I understood, and then I really got into promoting. And I I Fred T. Yeah, so yeah. So so uh, then I just I started promoting them all online. I had a, a huge chronic pain following. So I was always trying to keep keep them interested in things about living. That's mm-hmm. what I promoted. Mm-hmm. And so I was always covering other people's stories, trying to show them motivation and inspiration. Adrena. Mm-hmm. Adrena did her story for me. We did a four-part story on her, Big Girl Way. You know, um, mm-hmm. talked about uh, our, our body perception and mm-hmm. things that people had said to her and, mm-hmm. and how she was working with that type of stuff. And so, so I was, you know, um, I had other artists that um, I had lined up to talk to and so I was covering the artists and talking to them and sharing their stories with uh, my chronic pain people Mm -hmm. so I was intertwining uh, so I was still talking to my chronic pain group of people but I was promoting the history as industry I was promoting the blues people and just really melding the two together Mm -hmm. and the storytelling the the stories because I, I felt like I really feel everybody has a story, and I feel Mm -hmm, that the inspiration from these blues people, because when I met Adrena, her her stuff I saw her perform and my sister you know I'm sending my sister a video of her and she's like what are you doing so I'm listening to blue she goes oh no you're not that's not blue yes it is so her story was just amazing yeah so um I I started understanding that these stories were being helpful to my chronic pain people they became Mr Sip followers they they would like vote for his his stuff and you know because there's always things you can vote for the mm-hmm. artist you know they they followed him and voted in his yeah, um so, so I married the two worlds together and did Every Life is a Story events on, on some of them. And so, now I'm, I'm not doing the chronic pain stuff. Uh, for a while I did um, meditation and energy medicine for pain, and mm-hmm. I've been following, I've been doing that for a couple of years. I've stepped out of that too and just want to do the, the stories now. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't want to step away from the music and the history, mm-hmm. and that's what Mississippi has. And so... Um, met you, and you want to do this, and so, so here I am, but yeah, that's, that's how I got into the blues, that's how I've just stayed hooked into it, is the stories, mm-hmm. I met the people, I love their stories, I love sitting and talking with Eddie, uh, Carlos, I and Carlos, I've sat and talked with Carlos one night, talking to Carlos, we had the best time oh. talking, so <laughs> there's so many stories out there, so many stories, and so now you can see why she's
1: the perfect partner for me. <laughs> and it's so interesting to me that our histories um, reflect uh, time in um, medical offices, medical services, that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. And um, and, um, and then the love of listening to people's stories and the love of the music and um, what kind of captured her. as yeah. uh, so the Blues captured me. Right. It, it captured her just by going which I think is real important by going and listening to a particular artist and, and meeting that artist. And I think that's so important. And that will really foster an appreciation of the music and the genre if you get to meet some of the people yeah. that, um, that make it, that make the music. Yes. And so that's what we want to do in this series is help you get to meet some of these yeah. people. You're- well Maisha in my eyes is still an artist okay. and um our Blue Society does Blue Monday at Hall and on Monday nights mm-hmm. and we have a sign up sheet and we have um gotten Maisha sometimes <laughs> have dragged her up to the list to sign up. But we've gotten her to perform and um She's she's been real brave to perform with the band who never knows what anybody's going to come up and sing. And so we're trying to prepare them a little more for some of her song selections, which might be more country than what they play, played. But it's, it seems to be working.
0: It is working. Um, Dennis loves Help Me Make It Through the Night, so yep. that goes that goes over well. Yep. I, whenever I'm going to my car, of course, somebody always walks me to my car. Blue Monday folks, there's gentlemen there. They, It's, yeah, it's a South folks. It's, I love the South. <laughs> um, I'll walk out, and, and Dennis is, he, 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 jumps into song. You know, he just bursts into song and starts singing Help Me Make It Through the Nights. So he loves that. As a matter of fact, the guitar player requested that I do Help Me Make It Through the Nights. But I do a little chubby checker. and yeah. And um, I was going to do Jimmy Rogers one night even. So, um, so yeah. And, I, and I'm working on some blues stuff. I, I've done Fats Domino for years. I'm Ain't That a Shame. I've done that song for years. So, um, so I'm working on some. I just, I don't ever want to come across as a pretender. Right. I would rather do what I do. What you do. And exactly. be authentic to that. Exactly. Your authentic self. songs. Right. Exactly. Than then to try to come in and, and sing Dorothy Moore, Missy Blue. Yeah. Don't I don't want to do that. Right. No. I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I would rather, I would rather go up and be me. And a lot of people sing stuff that's, that's not necessarily straight blues. And so. Uh, right. Yeah. So I would rather go up and do something that's not too far off, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, but it'd be authentic to me, mm-hmm. and um, so the guys are great, you know, I've texted them song names, and Tony, the piano player, I, I know him, and uh, when Ben's playing the bass, I know Ben, mm-hmm. and, and of course, Rick can drum anything, mm-hmm. and, and Maya, when she's there, she's like, if you're singing, I'm drumming, and so... So and mm-hmm. the guitar players are amazing. I usually sing when there's not a lot of people. I don't <laughs> I don't sing and not not because it's if there's a lot of artists there to perform. I'm not there to perform. Mm-hmm. You know I'm I'm there to enjoy and also now I'm doing interviews with people who are there for the first time and so. Uh, but when there's not a lot of performers there. I, I don't mind getting up and, and helping you know for the the cause and, and performing and we have a good time and and jT yeah. JT sits at the bar and he cheers me on and and so that helps and and um, that's right and i appreciate that but mm-hmm. i i don't have any regrets about I, I don't have this i don't have any illusions about being 57 and trying to go back and capture what I left at 15. I was just going to ask you that. I mean,
1: besides the fact that we get you up there to sing, as far as what your aspirations are for
0: continuing your music career? or You know, I left all of that at 15. And Mm -hmm. and I do still sing, I do still play, but I I do have other other issues that keep me from doing it consistently. I just don't see trying to go back and recreate something. I, Mm -hmm. I left it all for a reason. My life has taken the turns it has for a reason. And I love all of this, and I love supporting the artists. I love I love telling their stories and making sure that their stuff gets out there. Mm-hmm. So I I do love writing with people. I won't I won't turn down getting up and singing when I feel like it's it's appropriate mm-hmm. and, and when I'm up to doing it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not up to doing it, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to put that on y'all either. Right. You know, but no, I I don't. Um, I'm not one of those that wants to um to go back and recapture something that. Uh, I don't have that. I don't have that pain to try to heal. That uh, that's I'm I'm good with it all. And so, I would rather do this. And uh, but I do enjoy the singing, and I do appreciate that they ask me <laughs> to get up, and and I do appreciate the applause. And yes, J.K., keep keep screaming for me. I appreciate <laughs> um, it. Yes, I, I do appreciate uh,
1: it. And we need a little bit of country kind of sounds up in there.
0: Hey, listen. If Miss Misty Blue herself can record country, and it's okay. Thank you. If she can do it, that's Thank you. that's when I decided for sure that it was okay to get up and sing what's authentic to me. Exactly. She and I had the conversation, and she's like, well... That shouldn't keep you from singing. You know how many country songs I've recorded. Exactly. And then we start talking. Did she tell you how many? Uh, well, we, she should not have a number, but she starts listening and, uh-huh. and I'm like, I, I do that song. Uh-huh. I do that song. And she uh-huh. goes, Well, there you go. And she starts, and I go, Well, I do that song, and I do that song. And then before you know it, she's like, Oh, send me that one. <laughs> you know? And so, so if Miss Misty Blue does um that many songs that right. I do, um, yeah, I, I I can sing them there. There's no problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're right well yeah well
1: now you can see why she's my perfect partner in crime uh to make this experiment this project go and um i'm so excited to have her and her energy and to be my partner and to keep me straight on questions and production and and the videoing and and stuff she's just um she's a blessing in this project so look for us uh, more to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have videos. Actually, she's the first musician.
0: She's the first musician. I am Maybe the first dude. musician. Whoop, whoop. There you go. <laughs> I live in Mississippi. have been here for nine years now, so right. I'm a transplant. There you go. There you go. So we will have
1: more to come after this. So thank you for being a part of this with us. And we hope to have you back on our upcoming episodes as we are are Hitting hitting the Road road
0: in in Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us. And you can reach out to us at this email address, htrprb at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any ideas you might have about what we're doing or any suggestions about where we might go or someone we might interview. As we are Hitting Hitting the Road road in Mississippi.